What is up, DGAFers? Today, we interviewed somebody fucking amazing, okay? <laughs> we did. Um, so we had been working with an amazing group of women for, for a couple months, um, just women who are in business, but also women who are in the health and wellness realm and really like to help other people heal. And Maureen is the wonderful guest that we were able to interview, and we really talked to her about how to have a beginner's mindset and how to be adventurous when it comes to the food choices that you're making. Because I feel like a lot of the times, especially the clients that we end up working with, there, there might be a little fear of some different foods. Maybe you're not a big vegetable lover, um, but you're open to having a different experience when it comes to food because maybe you're not feeling too great about yourself. Maybe you're not feeling too good in general. So how are we going to correct that? So we interviewed her. Jenna's going to give you a little bit of her background because she is so freaking knowledgeable on this topic. It's insane. And oh my God, this conversation just flowed so nice. I can't, for you. can't wait for you to hear it. I, I can't either. And I mean, it's just amazing to, to hear her story. So she goes into her background and how how she had some personal things in her life come up that led her to say, okay, I need to learn about food and how food can be healing in my life and my family's life. Like how, how does this work? And it's amazing because throughout her experience, I mean, she's young, she's very young and she has worked in Spain. She's worked in Greece. She's cooked for these high profile celebrity clients. She's been in Rome working. She opened uh, or she co-created a vegetarian restaurant in Sardinia I don't even know where Sardinia no is, idea. to be completely honest with you. Like, holy wow. shit, you guys. Like, this, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And she's in the beginning stages right now of bringing all of her knowledge because it's so high level. Um, but she's she's working to bring that to more of a beginner's level to develop some programs and some, op, like, just some fun ways for you to get involved in this and learn more. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so we asked her to to kind of gift her knowledge to to everyone and it originally started as so we have this community it's called Fit and Social Living. It's for everybody who graduates from one of our um, coaching programs whether it's the Fit Social Mindset Academy or the Basic Needs Bootcamp, Pathway to Your Psyche, whatever. We have all these awesome courses by the way. Um, <laughs> but when you graduate from them, we have this awesome community that you can go into and we just provide you with so much more knowledge. Um, we have topics each month. So for the month of June, our topic was how to have a beginner's mindset and also how to become more adventurous. And within our community, we always bring on a guest speaker every single month. And so we decided to bring her on to talk about food. And we weren't even really meaning to make this a podcast. Like she was getting on to, to be our guest speaker for this group. Um, and then it was just so freaking great. We're like, we can't just share this in our group. No. Like we have to share this with everybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so we're going to tag Maureen. We're going to um, put her info in the show notes here. We'll also put her bio there so you can read a little bit more about her. And then we'll tell you how you can get a hold of her because I just feel like after this, if this speaks to you, you're going to want to. Why well, would just send her an, an Instagram message and just start a conversation. And if you have any questions, um, especially if you're new to being a little more adventurous when it comes to food, or you're wanting to have more of that beginner's mindset and healing your gut and doing all of those wonderful things, um, literally just pick her brain, just yeah. go DM or pick her brain. She's willing to help and has amazing knowledge. So. Yeah. And if you're not Instagram savvy, we'll put her email there too. Yeah. You can do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right. So if you enjoy this episode, um, definitely take a screenshot of it and tag us and Maureen um, in your Instagram stories. I am at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness. And I'm at fit with underscore Jenna Locke. And um, also write us a review, subscribe so that you are up to date on all of our new episodes. Uh, We actually produce them every single Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're very consistent with that. Um, so you will be updated with all of the new podcast episodes, um, every Friday. And also you can visit getfitandsocial.com slash podcast. If you do not have like an Apple phone or iTunes or Spotify or all the places you can listen to podcasts, um, you can go to our website and do that. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGAFer, like don't give a or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGAFer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGAFer who doesn't give a what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. Hi, everyone. We have an amazing guest for you for the month of June, and her name is Maureen. She is going to give you a little bit of her story first, and then we're going to dive in and ask her some questions, because this theme for June is really all about how to have a beginner's mindset, because it's super important to, like, live in our inner child, (laughs) but also, like, experience new things and be adventurous. And so we have been working with uh, Maureen in a group setting for like the past three months. And we were just really inspired by her knowledge in terms of food. Mm -hmm. And we're like, this would be really cool if you would be able to get on and kind of talk about how to have a beginner's mindset when it comes to food. Um, So we have some questions we're gonna be asking her. But first, Maureen, I want to throw it over to you. And could you just give us a little background on how you got started in your career and where did your love for food come from? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Hi guys. Um, so I am a holistic chef and, um, wellness advocate. Um, and my background is in mindfulness and well-being strategy with these two beautiful ladies and, um, also culinary nutrition. Um, I'm, I, I'm a recent graduate from the IIN program, uh, the health coaching there. And um, I'm a certified Kundalini teacher, um, as well as a Reiki student. But um, my my introduction to food really comes from my passion in nutri- in nutrition and the effect that food has on our health. And um, I had to, I sort of fell into it at a very young age um, because my mom was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer, and so. While she was going through that, I was trying to figure out what path I wanted to take in life, and I was really into nutrition and biology. So she, um, she asked me if I would go to Massachusetts to an institute called the Cushy Institute to learn about macrobiotics because she had recently, recently heard that it was, a, it was kind of a healing diet for cancer. So 
I did that training and came back to help her with that. And, you know, I like understood the effect after that experience firsthand, not only on myself, but um, what I came to see with her later where she put her cancer in remission for nine years. And um, so immediately I, I started understanding like the power of food. Um, and that's, that's kind of what, um, what led me into a culinary route because I was like, wow, this is really important. And I, I, I need to find a way to make this like healthy food accessible to more people because I believed that that was possible, you know, like healthy didn't have to mean, um, you know, torturous and, uh, like, not fun and so i was like okay i think like the culinary route is what excites me and um and so that's that's what i did but i went to i couldn't go to like your normal culinary school because at that point i already had too much knowledge and i was like i don't want to learn how to use white flour or refined sugar and um and and foods like that but i was also just like very rigid in my mind at that point and very like i you know it was like i thought there was only one way to do things like it was like macrobiotic and like uh vegan and 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 so I was like so I I had to go to this school in New York City and it was called the natural gourmet but it was really mostly based in uh nutrition so um it was just another dose of that but getting much more perspective into other other um areas of of healing and um nutrition and it was an amazing experience but so that was that was sort of my culinary journey there, and I've been you know um, cooking since, but and and studying. So yeah, awesome! Wow, that is incredible. I literally had chills when you were talking about your mom and the healing power of food because you're right. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like so many people we don't always realize the impact that food has on our lives and our health overall. Like I think yeah. you know, for me especially, like I would I grew up thinking of food as like is this going to make me fat or not? Like I wasn't yeah. thinking of it in a, in a way of like overall health. Whereas now that that's shifted for me. But, and I love how you said you really kind of opened yourself up to, to not being so closed-minded. Like you list like yeah. other things and different paths. That's amazing. Yeah. And actually like when my mom was going through that, I think because it was um, so traumatic for me to hear that at like 17 or 18 and I was in high school, I was actually developing an eating disorder. Mm -hmm. So while I was learning about nutrition and um, the impact that food had, I was also developing a really weird relationship with it. So that's where like the rigidity came, came from. And, um, and I, and looking back now, you know, I actually am like, wow, that was pretty brave because my I really I hated food at that point and I was like confronting my um my fear head on by like putting myself in that situation and not and feeling like such a fraud too right because I was like how can I know all of this and like hate food and hate my body so much and you know it was like a it was a pretty you know big like eating disorder for a while so it was something that I know I had to go through um, but so, yeah, like I had to shift my, my relationship to food in that way, because I thought like, like you said, it was like calories in calories out. It was food had to do with like weight and how you looked. And it was never about this, like, how is this going to feel in my body? What does my body need? Um, you know, so, so I totally understand. <laughs> 
And I relate to you yeah. so much because I, I had an eating disorder in high school as well. I was so restrictive. Um, I remember going to lunch like every day and I would literally just eat like a thing of broccoli and like a pear. And then I wouldn't eat the rest of the day and I would work out for like four hours. It was literally mm -hmm. crazy. And I couldn't be around food because if I was, I would get super anxious because I would feel like, cause I was hungry, obviously. Um, and I want, my body was craving, like give me something. Um, and it's just crazy how you can come full circle just based off of, you know, thinking about food differently and really registering like, yeah. how is this going to make me feel? What is this going to do later in the day for me or yeah. tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and same for me. I mean, I had some, I, not really similar eating disorder. I feel like I was kind of opposite end of the spectrum where I also didn't want to be around food because I would eat everything. Like I would restrict for so long and then I would just go off the rails and, and yeah, I mean, it, it's amazing how, I mean, it took me seriously 18 years to like reel that in and flip my mindset. So I just, I think yeah. it's incredible that for you, you almost got put in a situation where you had to make those shifts sooner. Um, like just, yeah, yeah it was like, yeah, like here's your, your issue. Like, let's, let's do this and let's figure this out. But yeah, it was not, it wasn't an easy journey. Um, at first, you know, I remember being in culinary school and being like, Oh my God, I, I'm so mindful of like, uh, not mindful really, but neurotic about like what foods I'm eating. And I didn't want to eat too much. It's, you know, it was like this constant, you know, right. Like stress. And I can't almost like looking back, like remember what it felt like to be constantly worried about food and just having that relationship to it. So it is, it's just a shift. It's a huge shift in perspective uh, there. And it can completely um, uproot, I think, what like the, the root issues of an eating disorder are, right? It's like you actually are like not trying to control something. You're in direct like relationship and, and collaboration with, right? And therefore like in control. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, wow. totally. Well, I wanted to ask, um, like what, like with, for our viewers and, and the, the girls that are, are watching, what were some shifts, I guess, like dietary shifts that you had to make, um, that had the biggest impact on your life? Okay. Well, actually, um, I think the, the idea of adding in like crowd, like adding in rather than taking away. Um, that to me was like really helpful. Um, and in IIN, they talk about it as like crowding out, um, which is basically like, let's not hit the panic button and do like my, my normal thing was like to just kind of like, okay, I'm going to fast or I'm going to like eliminate all these foods and then go hard and extreme. And, and what I realized is that that like created this, um, stress response in my body that anything that I then ate, it would be stored. And I was like wondering why I could, how I could work out so much and like eat so little and still like almost like gain weight <laughs> just by looking at food. Right. And it was just like, my body was being programmed to fear the, the, this, this starvation, um, response really. And, and then it was like doing its best to like, no, no, we're not going to starve here. We're going to then like accumulate everything that we can get. So um, when I shifted from that mentality of like, okay, I'm just going to add in the foods that I know are good for me and that feel good. And those are very like simple things. It's like, let's drink more water. Let's add in more greens. Let's, um, you know, like 
le less refined foods, less um, sugar, um, just like all the good stuff, like the whole grains, the beans, like whatever it was, just add that in and then see what, what like kind of naturally fell away. And, yeah. and then it just, you almost don't even realize that you're doing anything different. You're just like, oh, all of a sudden I'm kind of like into this food, you know, and, and I'm like feeling satisfied and I'm getting what I need and I'm getting like the energy that I actually need. And you start just feeling better in your body. And that's, that's the relationship uh, shift. That's literally an amazing tip. Like I've, I've never thought of it that way ever. And I think if somebody would have approached me back way back when I was really screwed up with my eating, because I was always taking things out and saying I wasn't allowed to have this, that, or the other. That is like just thinking about, just add that in. Because you're right. I mean, if you're adding in more vegetables, you're adding in more like healthy grains and beans and lean meats, if, if you're eating meats and all of those things, like you're going to be full. So you're probably yeah. not going to crave and your body's getting the nutrients that it needs. So you're not necessarily going to crave as much crap. And so I don't know, I think that's a great mindset. So if you're listening to this or watching this, like try that. I yeah. mean, that I've never heard that. That's crazy. It seems right. like so simple. You said it. You said it best, like it is really about the vegetables. And like, I, I want to like emphasize on the greens and the salads. Cause like, if you eat eight cups of greens, like just add that into your daily, like whatever else you're going to eat, you're going to find yourself like have, it's going to take you a while. You're going to, it's going to take up room in your stomach and you're going to actually feel like very full, you know, and, and you can't really overdo the vegetables. Like, you know, um, you like the body will, will use them in such a way that you're just like, you're gonna, you're gonna naturally start seeing that, like, actually you, you, you need less, but like you can have as much as you want if that's your thing, you know, cause you're like, don't want to feel restricted, but yeah, like you really can't go wrong with just adding in more vegetables and greens. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so that sounds more kind of like intuitive eating oh, in a way, right? Just yeah. like, adding in more greens. And it's funny that you, we are talking about it in this way, because I've even noticed, I mean, we all have days where, well, maybe, I don't know, everyone, again, don't want to generalize, but most of us have days where, you know, we, we go back to old habits or we go get fast food or things fall off or whatever. And I know that for me, my, my like trigger to like come back is just, okay, I'm going to have veggies at every meal today. I'm going to make some spinach for breakfast. I'm going to have some, some carrots with my snack. I'm going to have a salad for lunch. And then once I do that for, it only takes me like two days. And once I do that, I'm like right back to where I need to be. So yeah, interesting. Yeah. You're like that. Yeah. I totally agree with you. And it's just like, a, we know the foods that make us feel good. Um, we're just like not that attracted to them all the time and we feel like we glorify like other foods but when you're just adding in these other foods then your your body's going to naturally sort of recalibrate and reset and yeah you're gonna like that's the intuitive portion which is kind of like what I've been trying to focus on now for and I'm just so fascinated by that and think so thank you for saying that because it's like everyone is different, right? Like everyone has different needs. And how do we get in touch with the part of ourselves that actually knows like the body is actually is so intelligent. Um, like nobody can, uh, nobody can explain how this, how this actually works. Right. And the only thing that we have to do is create the conditions for it to thrive and to heal. So it's like, we just have to get out of the way, but we need to give it what it needs. And I think intuitively we do know what our body needs. 
it's just getting away from all of these things that you know kind of keep us distracted and um and not in our like optimal state so if you needed to just follow something like kind of more rigid for a little bit just to see how your body reacts to things it's like adding in whole uh whole foods and eating seasonally locally like those kinds of things are just like barometers that help uh help us to understand what the body actually needs but from there from that place then i think you have you'll 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 develop the sensitivity to understand where you where you need to go so like what is actually going to fuel you that morning um rather than like okay i'm on this like uh, regimen of like what I should eat. It's like, no, okay. I know I'm craving protein this morning, so I'm going to honor that. And I'm going to, you know, or no, I need, I need like chlorophyll. I need greens, like something or iron, right? Like you guys are pregnant. I think you become very intuitive when you're pregnant, right? (laughs) Yeah. And I noticed a huge difference from when I was pregnant with Cameron, my first, uh, boy, I had an iron deficiency, but my like diet was so bad. Like it was so bad. I gained so much weight with him and I just ate like Jimmy Dean sandwiches and like just the craziest stuff. Um, and yeah, it wasn't good. So I had to take iron pills, but this pregnancy I've, you know, I've been eating my, my normal diet, which I eat a ton of vegetables, ton of fruit. Um, and I don't have an iron deficiency this round. And so that's huge. And my whole life I had an iron deficiency. Mm-hmm. I was anemic as a kid. Yeah. And like, so yeah. changing your diet does it's a like, lot, guys. <laughs> uh, it knows how to regulate and heal itself. It will, it will do what it needs to do. Right. Yeah. All right. We're, we're as in charge as we think we are. <laughs> so true. Okay. So I, I want to kind of tap into your culinary skills a little bit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, like how I'm excited for this part of this conversation and I, I'm, think we're gonna learn some things yeah, too. So what what tips do you have to make like the healthy foods, the greens, the things that people are like, oh I can't eat can't it. Eat <laughs> I can't eat it. I don't like spinach, like whatever, kale. How do you make that healthy in a simple way that is totally doable for anyone? Okay. Um I wanna say that like really with any with anything first and foremost, you want to enhance like what you're, what is already there. So like, if you have spinach, how can you just like bring that out? And, and like, that might sound, you know, like chefy or, or whatever. But like, I think that if you figure out the proper like cooking technique, like what, what actually brings the most out of that vegetable, what, what, uh, you know, spice will pair very, really well with it. Like then you're going to have something that, um, that is is so tasty but like before I say that the way to enhance like the actual flavor is like it's so important to source as organic as possible as local and as seasonal as possible because that is like what has real flavor so like you can get a strawberry right out of season and just from who knows where and it's not ripe it's been picked before it was supposed to it's been shipped and 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 like that strawberry is going to taste so different from a strawberry that it was like naturally ripened by the sun and, you know, like grew in your backyard and you, you smelt it. Like, okay, that's like getting a little bit crazy, but that's like a really important thing to think about. Um, and, and that comes with like, with actually like getting in touch with your food. Um, but I will say that like, because so I'm my, my current clients who I cook for now, 
the, you know, he likes like really like classic, like comfort foods. And, um, and I always try to do like a healthy twist on it. So I'll just, I'll take like something that is like, I don't know, like a classic chicken pot pie. Right. And I'm like, how can I just like make that just a little bit healthier? Right. So instead of maybe like the flour roux, I'll add some arrowroot or kuzu, which is like a starch that's actually healing and uh, very nourishing to the gut. Um, how can I just maybe add some, maybe I'll add some flax powder to the white flour that I'm using just to add it, give it a little bit of fiber, or maybe I'll use almond flour and tapioca starch to make it like completely paleo, um, which, wow. you know, you have to just experiment with, but I'd say like, and it's actually one of the funnest things that like, it's, it's so fun for me to take something that is like, okay, this is the classic uh, version of this and this is what I really like to eat but let me let me just do one little thing to twist that and make it like a little bit healthier and um, you have to be creative but yeah it's, yeah it's so much fun and I I feel like Maureen I mean I know we've been having so many conversations and I know you're in the works of like developing some programs and coaching tools and things like that on the mm -hmm. side for your business and I feel like that would be such a cool route to go like if you would make like a comfort food eating guide oh my god I, yes. would buy, I would buy that yes especially <laughs> for like husbands and stuff you know or people that are a little yeah. bit more picky like how do we give them the foods that they're familiar with so that they're cool mm -hmm. but we tweak it a little bit to make it a little bit healthier and better for the gut totally yeah and the, the concept of adding in there is also like something I actually just um thought about and kind of do when I cook but like my mom used to just like right there's like a batch of cookies that she would make and she would just like okay I'm gonna add like oats to it or I'm gonna add in like and just switch out like few ingredients like instead of white sugar let's let's try coconut sugar or you know like something that's a little bit lower on the glycemic index and like you'll see once you start experimenting it is like you won't miss the foods that you know really aren't like nourishing you and you're gonna feel better so you're like never going to go back. Um, or, you know, you will, but like, you'll know how to get back to your center and what actually uh, feels good. Yeah, totally. So, so what would you say? Because I know we, we're going to have people watching and, and listening who are like, yeah, but I just don't like vegetables. Yeah. Okay. What so I tell that <laughs> to someone thinking that. That's my I get this all the time from my, like the kids. They're like, no, I'm not going to eat. Like, I'm not going to eat it. It's not, I don't like vegetables. And I'm like, okay, like what phase are you going through now? No, but I'm like, okay, here's my one rule. It's like, you can't knock it till you try it. And so when I, you know, like I just, I honestly, I think variety there plays a big role. And especially with kids, it's like they have to gravitate towards it themselves. And if you can maybe like add a sauce or make it fun in some way like plate it differently you know like make it beautiful on the plate and then like give it a try because like you're you really don't like we have like I'd also say ask yourself like what is the narrative behind you know this like the story that you have around what it means to eat healthy like what is that narrative and then ask yourself like what is it that you love about the foods you love because actually like it's important to validate our cravings and they're like so in iin we talk we talk about primary foods and secondary foods and actually like the the food that we eat is secondary to 
uh, the primary foods, which are like uh, relationship, career, spirituality. So it's like sometimes what we're actually needing is like a hug and like we're thinking that we need like this ice cream because we've associated it to something in our childhood that maybe resembled that need. And so it's like, it's another way to shift that perspective on like, okay, why is it that I love this thing that is like, I know isn't good for me, but I still love it. And then is it maybe worth like acknowledging it, you know, and saying like, no, I'm going to like, this is nourishing to me on, on some emotional level. And I'm going to, but at least I'm going to be mindful of that. Right. And then, and maybe that like habit will just shift naturally because I'm also like, a firm believer in that, like when we do the shame game, where like we put out this frequency and it's of of shame, right? So we're like, we eat something and we're like the whole time we're like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't. And like yeah. the universe only hears that language of like, like, mm -hmm. I, so it's going to create more of the same, uh, you're like feeding the behavior that actually isn't matching right? Like the frequency that you want to be holding. So if you're like loving to yourself and you're like, this is, this is the most loving thing I can do for myself right now. At least the universe is hearing love, love, love. And that's what it's going to like vibrationally match you with. And then you can, that habit will like not, not fit that vibration anymore and it'll have to fall away. So I think that, yeah, that's, that's another big thing. I'm yeah. really into Yeah. A lot of it, I truly believe a lot of it has to do with like what you've been conditioned to yeah. know and like, um, and I just experienced, I mean, like my brother-in-law is like refuses to eat vegetables and he says he doesn't like them, but it's because his family literally just like degrades vegetables. It's like their thing. They think you're weak if you eat vegetables, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but like, that's why he doesn't eat them. But he tells my sister all the time, I just don't like them. I was like, it's not because he doesn't like them, Miranda. It's because his family has told him that it's weak to like vegetables. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what? The only thing you can do is like add in, add in, um, be, be the example, right? You can never like preach your, your beliefs onto anyone. And, and I think like, I see this so clearly with, with children and it's like the more they have contact with their own food, the, the process of like cooking is really like helpful to shift that. Um, also just like, I have so many friends who are just like that, who are like, Oh my God, I, and, and they'll try like my food and they're like, I've never, I've never looked at vegetables in the same way. And I'm like, well, like literally what I didn't do from maybe like your experience of a vegetable is like boiled the shit out of it. Right. And like I served it and it had like texture and it had flavor. And a lot of, a lot of times it's just because we don't really know how yeah. to, um, to cook these foods that actually, you know what I mean? Like we've lost touch with that. So yeah, it's so important to like get in the kitchen, experiment, taste, try, like those are, I liked the the idea of making it pretty because I will say I'm not not kidding you. We this is a kind of really funny, but when we made our recipe ebook, I went to Target and bought like just a plain white nice bowl because we wanted to take pictures of of the stuff. And I want to eat out of that bowl all the time because my food just looks so much better in it. And I'll just make like the most simple freaking thing ever, but it just looks like you can see all the colors, you can see the yeah. seasoning, you can see all the things. And I like Nick, my husband's always like, 
why do you like this bowl so much? I'm like, it makes my food look so much better than if I put it just on like a paper plate or on like, you know, something that's not as attractive. It literally yeah. is a mind I mean, game. <laughs> it is, it is. And it's huge. And I think that like, even for me, because I'm always cooking, it's like so important for me to remember to take the time to make it sort of like a, an experience, right? So I'm going to like sit, I'm going to like plate my food, it's going to look beautiful, and then I'm going to bless it, and I'm going to like honor what it's doing for my body, and it's just like a whole different shift, right? Because like so many times we're just like, I need something to eat, and I'm just going to like eat whatever's here, and then like we don't feel good. So mm-hmm. yeah, they're just like habits that, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) wow all right so so I want to ask you kind of a personal question with this how how do you feel like when you made this shift from your old ways of eating into this how did that affect your mentality overall Mm -hmm. yeah um well it's like there's no denying and uh you know science has already confirmed like the uh gut uh, brain connection they call it the second brain. I think we we create most of our serotonin there um, rather than in, in the brain. Um, and yeah, the idea that like the microbiome, like we're actually made up of um, the ratio of like bacteria to actual cellular matter that we are is is so much higher. So we're like if we think about what that means, it's like what are we, what bacteria are we feeding and how does that like dictate our emotional state right because they're if we're feeding um there's good bacteria and bad bacteria and like the the healthy microbiome is like a balance of both right um but when we're oh like when the bacteria the bad bacteria is taken over then the good bacteria need you know is um is the bad the bad bacteria would be more dominant and then it's like causing mood swings depression um i mean i think there's like a connection to autism and all kinds of um mood disorders and 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 neurological disorders um and it's it's it may be as simple and as complicated right as as like wow what is what are we nourishing our bacteria with and how is that how are they sort of like dictating our experience um so it's fascinating i mean candida and all of that it's um it's you know the 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 food mood connection the like um the like foggy brain right like when we're when we're not eating the right foods like I think that this is pretty mainstream now um there's like definitely a connection with how what we eat um affects our neurological state yeah totally and I think sometimes just being aware that that is and you know I feel like some people don't I mean haven't even thought of that like oh that there is a connection between the food and and your mood um, but there, there is, I mean, and just go experiment with it. Like go eat well, like, burger and then go eat salad. <laughs> or like have a glass of champagne and like, how can you deny that that is literally something you, some food you ingested, some liquid you took in and how that altered your, your brain, right? Like, or your, your, yeah. So it's like, why would we not? think that food, which is like what we're literally made up from would yeah. have that, you know, a, a similar effect. So that's, that's yeah. a great point. I've that never, point. I've never thought of it that <laughs> way. Yeah. Wow. Totally. So, so many incredible. I'll understand this alcohol and caffeine. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just an extreme, right? Like, yeah. That's but, true. Yeah. true. It's so true. Wow. Well, thank you so much. This was oh absolutely gosh. amazing. Um, I hope everybody that's watching and listening got some tidbits and some pointers on how to have that beginner's mindset because I think it all boils down to the way you think about food. Um, and then also go back into your childhood and see like, was I trained to do this or do that? Cause you probably were in some aspect um, and take some of the tips that she gave mm -hmm. to kind of spice things up and, and try new things because when you have never felt what it feels like to be fueled properly, like you just think it's normal to feel in like this foggy mm -hmm. cloudy mindset. But when you get that taste of what it feels like to be clear and healthy and feel really good, you're not going to want to go back. Yeah. You're so, really not. So be adventurous too. I think that's one of the big, the big takeaways from this is just try new things, learn new things. And Maureen, will you tell them how they can get a hold of you or follow you if they're interested in, in any of the coaching programs you're developing or anything like that? Yeah, um, I'm currently, like you guys mentioned, working on some side projects. I'd love to get um, more people in the kitchen and really like getting their hands dirty. So if I do develop something like that, I, um, I will, will let you know, but, um, I guess you could follow me on Instagram, um, at Maureen McNellis and, or, you know, yeah, reach out to me there and I can send you like, uh, tips via email or, or things like that. That's awesome. Perfect. Do it. You guys do it. Don't sit there and wait. <laughs> um, go do it. She has some really good stuff. So thank you so much. Thank you ladies. Have a great day. Bye.